honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. What else is there? Audible, Podbean, Stitcher, Double Twist. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to the show. Yes, it's a lot of different apps that you can download and listen to the show on, and I appreciate every one of you that has done it. And it's always good for you to know which apps you can use, just in case you want to move around. What the heck? Oh, that one has it too, huh? Yeah, a lot of them have it. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. The Minnesota Timberwolves, oh, they're just getting too tired, man. They're just tired. They're tired, and Chris Finch is tired of hearing about it. It's just tired and this, tired and that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it could have been worse, could have been better. It was definitely not the best week for the Wolves with a 2-2 two and two record. Definitely could have been worse, especially like losing to Charlotte at home, which could have easily happened. Easily happened. A nasty, ugly game. I don't know how we had 126 points in the game. I have no idea. Indiana was a lot of fun. Carl Anthony Towns, amazing week. But the defense is gone. Uh, defense is just gone, and guys are complaining about being tired. Of all Guys of all shapes and sizes are complaining about being tired, and Chris Finch is having enough of it, basically, in his press conferences. Uh, he's sick of hearing about it, and I'm sure he is. I would be, too. It's like, you know, I mean, so is everybody else. Are you the only team that's played games this year? Or is just everybody else playing, like, you know, one one game every week or something? They're just kind of chilling. They're fishing or they're golfing or they're going on sled sleds or toboggans, so to speak, depending on what climate they're in. Around here, you might want to use a sled or toboggan and all that good stuff because <laughs> it's been a bit cold, generally speaking. <laughs> it's cold again. It's warm again. It's cold again. It's cold. It's warm. It's warm. It's cold. It's cold. It's warm. It's been a weird year uh, with uh, it's been a really weird winter but i guess we could say that every single year um carl anthony towns andrew wiggins and zach levine are together again together again on team durant which is cute and everything all-star weekend's coming up isn't everybody excited anyone 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 excited okay well whatever and if you're so damn tired i agree with dan barrero if you're so damn tired don't go to the All-Star game. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, where he was talking about, oh, we're just tired. There's so much fatigue on this team. Then don't go to the All-Star game. Anthony Edwards sprains his ankle, says he's okay, and just keeps going, but he's tired, but he's but he sprained his ankle, and he's okay, so he's going to still play in that uh, rookie sophomore game. I I don't know. I, I We're happy for you, and I, that's nice that he's going to be there. I'm sure everybody's happy to see him, but I don't know. Then stop talking about being tired, huh? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, I'm sick of this job, but I'm going to work here for 25 more years because I hate this job. But I'm going to stay here for 25 years, though, even though I hate it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Just perfect sense. No, it's like, get the hell out of here. Just go away. <laughs> February 11th in Chicago. Exactly as I expected. Yeah, just giving up 100 bajillion points. 134 to 122. Not quite 100 bajillion, but 134 is pretty bad. Regardless, and what has gotten into DeMar DeRozan? I mean, the guy scores 30 points in his dreams. He, it's like kablooey, exploding to the basket. He doesn't even shoot three-pointers, which is fine. I'm sick of three-point shooting. Uh, I am. Uh, he attempted one three in the game. But attacking the basket, 
a la a certain other Chicago Bull many years ago, and a really nice mid-range game a la a certain other Chicago Bull many years ago. It wasn't Zach Levine or Zach Levine either scoring 35 points, which I predicted, just because he always seems to play well against us, and it is what it is. It's just, it's what it is. It's fun for him, I guess, not for us. Instead, it was DeMar DeRozan doing that. And he's on a historic tear of scoring 30 points and all that, and he's he's an MVP conversation. DeMar DeRozan, what a nice addition to the Chicago Bulls. It's, it's a good team. I like the Bulls. I like him. Kind of. Kobe White's a nice spark plug off the bench. Obviously, he's not this, you know, he's not like a main kind of a guy, in my opinion. Other, otherwise, Ayo Dun Sumnulabono, well, he shot really well and had 10 assists. So good for him. That's why Kobe White's coming off the bench, but a nice spark plug, 6 of 10 of Le Bench. And again, the defense has gone down the toilet. All of us talking about how good uh, D'Angelo Russell's been. Good attitude, good defense, good leadership. What's going on? What's, what's going on, D'Angelo? What's happening here? Uh, he's changed. He's back to where he was again. No defense whatsoever. Like, who gives a damn? You know, it is what it is. I'm just tired, damn it. I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't play defense. I'm tired. Come on, man. Well, sure, the rest of the league is tired, too, but they're still playing defense. Some, you know, some teams might be having the same kind of crappy attitude, but others aren't. Others are like, let's go out. Let's play, baby. Again, awesome week for Carl Anthony Towns. Awesome couple games for Anthony Edwards, and then Kablooey, he went. He was like a head fake in the stock market or the crypto or the crypto market, whichever you want to look at, where, the, where it goes way up for a bit and then just crashes back down. That's the kind of week it was for Anthony Edwards, where Carl, it's been a nice, solid run this week, but then he ended it with a stupid statement in the press conference about the being tired thing again, and that's why, you know, against uh, after the Raptors, so that kind of sucked to hear. Nice week for Jade McDaniels, I'd have to say. Jordan McLaughlin, not nearly as spectacular this week as previous uh, the previous week. Corian Prince, not even close. <laughs> what happened? But two, two weeks ago, he was the lone wolf award winner. He was scoring like 20 points a game. Now he's back to being the guy that's like the ninth, 10th guy in the rotation and attempting three shots, and sometimes he scores a point, sometimes he doesn't. Nas Reed, same thing. What's going on? He had a wonderful week, and I remember the game against Sacramento. So much fun to watch. <sighs> Seems so far away already. Pat Beverly, always love what he does. He's the adult in the room, so to speak, and I appreciate everything he brings. Vanderbilt, I thought, had a meh week as well. Not a good game in Chicago. Didn't get in foul trouble or anything, just didn't play well. Only three rebounds. His defense hasn't been as good lately. I don't know. This is a crappy game. Uh, let's move on to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. No, the Indiana, Indiana Pacers game, if humanly possible. We got footsteps above me again, which is always... Ugh, you know, <laughs> it's annoying. It's distracting, kind of, but I guess I guess you should expect that. Anthony Edwards played unbelievable in this game. He did have 31 in Chicago, let's be fair. Like I said, it was a stock that went up and then down very quickly. Uh, he sprained his ankle against Charlotte, and yeah, I don't know. And even before that, he wasn't playing all that great either. <clears throat> the other side of the Sacramento Kings and, and the Sabonis trade, you got Buddy Hilde. Guys like that. Halliburton. Halliburton, I'm like blanking on my brain here. Lance Stevenson's been a nice find in the offseason. Talked about him last week again. Remember, I mean, he has been in and out all over the place. He even played for the Wolves a few years back. He's been on the Lakers with LeBron for a short stretch. That was a couple years. That was years back. And his first, uh, LeBron's first year in L.A. Where he had the groin injury on Christmas Day. And you never saw him again. That was disappointing. <laughs> but nice uh, surge by Lance Stevenson. He's probably going to be on the Pacers the rest of the season. He's been good. He's a crazy guy, but he's a good player. I've always kind of liked him. I always had a soft spot for him. 
Tyrese Halliburton, what's going on here? Joe, good God, he had 16 assists in the game, and he was shooting threes like it was like, eh. You know, he's just kind of flicking them up there. He's got that little flick in his shot, and he was nailing all of them. This is, of course, before Super Bowl Sunday, some entertainment in the afternoon, because you can't compete with Super Bowl Sunday now. Uh-uh, you can't do that. That's against the rules, especially with a halftime show that everybody's so excited. Yeah, I know you're, I know most of you probably were. I wasn't that much, but, well, it turned out to not be as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm just not a hip-hop guy. Sorry, I'm just not. I guess a basketball fan who's not a hip-hop guy. We do exist. We do exist, and I proudly exist. I don't have to like anything, right? Nobody does. This was Carl Anthony Towns' weakest game, no doubt. Only 22 minutes, and he got into major foul trouble. So he only attempted 12 shots. He even had six turnovers in the game. Definitely his worst game of the week. But still, it was kind of respectable. I mean, 13 rebounds in 22 minutes is pretty good. <clears throat> Anthony Edwards attacking the rim, attacking the rim. Attack- this is the Anthony Edwards I want to see more of. And he was 7 of 13 from downtown as well. Just everything was clicking. And like, oh, his knees are way better now. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Well, I, I don't know what changed, but I'm happy for him. And I'm happy for us because it's a good thing. It was, And it was a blast to watch this game with Anthony Edwards attacking the rim. who probably had the play of the year coming in at a 45-degree angle to the basket. Coming in a la, I don't know if it's Vince Carter, kind of Vince Carter style. <laughs> I never liked Vince Carter, which again, another basketball Another thing where it's a basketball fan that doesn't like something and surprising to some of you. But, yeah, I never liked Vince Carter. I just He just didn't do it for me. I don't think he was, I never thought he was really a winner, you know. there was a, I like winners more than just highlight reels. Hopefully Edwards can become more and more of a winner and not just a highlight reel. But this game was absolutely fun to watch. Thank you, Anthony Edwards, for putting on a show for us before the Super Bowl where the wrong team won, by the way. But good for them anyway, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong team won that game. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Vanderbilt's been dropping off a bit, which is unfortunate. Hopefully, he'll have another. Hopefully, he'll have a stronger week coming off the All Star break because because he's probably tired, right? This had to be D'Angelo Russell's best game of the week. Eight of fourteen from the floor. He was over fifty percent in the game, generally speaking, and hit half of his threes. Overall, a wonderful night for uh, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. Anthony Edwards, though, again, it just was such a pleasure, and I could watch it 50 times, you know, the, not just the dunk, but the whole game, but it came to Anthony Edwards. If I could just watch Anthony Edwards' highlights during the course of this game, it'd be a lot of fun. Wolves end up winning the game 129-120. Really appreciate what he brought, him being Anthony Edwards. It was the best game of the week for a lot of way, in a lot of ways, and that was after getting demolished by Chicago just a couple of days earlier. Then we have a home game on Tuesday. A win over Charlotte somehow, some way, despite the fact we shot like crap in the game. Somehow we hung in there. <laughs> D'Angelo, Red, D'Angelo, Edward, D'Angelo Edwards, D'Angelo Russell had a opportunity late in the game to hit the big clutch shot like he's always been wont to do with like six seconds left, plenty of time, and then forces it up and was like a foot and a half short. So that was annoying. Um, so we went to overtime, but then Carl Anthony Towns just kept doing what he was doing earlier in the game, hitting threes, hitting threes, and attacking the basket. Carlton Towns had an unreal game against the Charlotte Hornets. Atta- again, great plays, attacking the basket, but then shooting those threes. He didn't even shoot particularly well. He had all four of his threes late in the game, and they were in big clutch moments, which was very helpful. D'Angelo Russell attempted 20 shots to get to 18 points. The 11 assists are nice and everything, and he was a plus 17, which is best on the team, but individually, he stunk. <laughs> he stunk. Four of 20 sucks. Four of 14 from downtown sucks. Patrick Beverly, I don't know what's going on either with the three-point shot in this game. He put up nice numbers everywhere else. He did foul out in the game, too, which is annoying. But, 
again, what are you going to do? And Jane McDaniels put in a wonderful effort, other than the one of six from downtown, which was like, ah, seemed like we just, nobody could hit threes in this game except Carl at the end of the game, thankfully, when it counted most. Thank you, Carl. The Wolves attempted 55 threes in the game and made 13 of them. All right, well, you can still get your beef and cheddar sandwiches on, on, on Wednesday, but uh, <laughs> you make only 13 on 55 attempts. That's that's crap. That's garbage. That's awful. Jordan, Jordan McLaughlin over 3, Beasley over 4. Dorian Prince attempted only one and didn't score a single point. That's terrific. One of eight for Patrick Beverly. One of six for Anthony Edwards, who scored nine points in the game. And yes, this is, yep, there's a reason why he only had 18 minutes, because he strained his ankle again. But he was not shooting well at all before the injury. He was shooting 30% from the floor, which, again, <clears throat> sucks. That sucks. It's, it's not good. Um, just being blunt about it. But thankfully, Carl Anthony Towns showed up to play, thankfully. And in this game, he wasn't complaining about being tired, except maybe on all of his missed shots. Uh, really appreciate the clutch threes, though, down the stretch, which helped bury the Charlotte Hornets. <sighs> Thank God. As it looked like the Wolves were going to easily lose this one. Hornets played kind of well and kind of not. Obviously, their shooting was not good either. They, yeah, they were they were 24% from downtown, almost as bad as us, and made less threes because they attempted 22 less three-pointers in the game. 33 is, is used to be considered insanely high, and I, I still think it's kind of high, personally. 55 is like, are you kidding me? I mean, how, how can you win a game shooting 55 threes? Unless you're literally, like, off the charts, like crazy, like 50% or something. Then you'll win. Then you'll scorch the other team. But how many guys shoot 50% from downtown on a consistent basis? Anyone? Anyone out there? <laughs> you know? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, yeah, I'm just trying to create an echo. Nathan Plumley, how many teams has he been on? He got 17 rebounds in the game. But, of course, there were a lot of rebounds to be had in this one because the two teams shot, like, 40% for the game. And all those missed threes didn't help either. No no bleep Sherlock. Yeah, it was literally about 40% from the floor from every from both teams, from both sides, so to speak, combined. Beasley didn't make anything. <laughs> Zero points in 14 minutes. Ooh. Ooh, ah, e. Ah, ooh, ah. That's rough. But I uh, absolutely love all Beverly. I love the way McDaniels and Beverly just kind of fill everything up. And it's not just about stats, though, of course, they are very helpful for a fantasy team. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, multiple blocks, multiple steals for both. That's fun. A uh, good amount of assists as well. Um, I believe, yeah, Jared Vanderbilt, that was, that was in the Indiana game. Yeah, it was in the Indiana game. Unbelievable pass to Carl Anthony Towns. Nope, that was in the that was against the uh, the Raptors. We'll get back to that in a minute. What an unbelievable lead pass! But uh, a very winnable game against the Raptors as well. But again, this this Charlotte game, it wasn't good generally. But at least Beverly <clears throat> Beverly and McDaniel's played well to help out Carl Anthony Towns. It was freaking awesome in this game. He had a wonderful week, to be fair. And Anthony Edwards not so much. No, I don't think I can give him the uh, <coughs> Flynn Memorial because he was so good versus Charlotte. He was the best player versus the Bulls, too. Thursday night versus the Toronto Craptors. Okay, they're playing about a lot better, and they have won a championship recently, if you can believe it. It feels like 50 years ago now. Gary Trent Jr., 30 points. He Gary Trent Jr. leads the Raptors with, <laughs> with 30 points in the game. Get out of here. Gary Trent Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaden McDaniels, another 18 off the bench with 30 in 30 minutes. 
with Vanderbilt continuing to drop off. Look like uh, Mc, uh, McDaniel's has been taking the minutes away a little bit from Vanderbilt, at least in this game. Might as well take him away from Anthony Edwards, too. Because he stunk again. He stunk in this game. And, of course, he's forcing himself on the floor with the ankle injury. And he's, boy, he's going to play in that rookie-sophomore game. That's going to really help us down the stretch that he plays in that rookie-sophomore game. Get your butt out there, Anthony. Get out there and play. You got this, buddy. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess... Gary Trent Jr., it's not like he shot that well. He just shot like 50 times. Okay, 10 of 14, that's not that good. But he was making the shots down the stretch, which was like, ah. And yes, a nice homecoming for Gary Trent Jr. I know, I know who was at the game. I know former Timberwolf, somebody named Gary Trent, without the junior after his name, yeah, was on the Wolves years ago, a big physical power forward who was, was undersized in height, but obviously not undersized in width and, and, musc and muscles, muscles. Very muscular, <laughs> as Anthony Peeler used to say, he was very muscular. Very tough guy. Uh, loved Gary Trent as a player. His defense stunk because, again, undersized. He couldn't block a shot for his life because of the way he's just the way he's constructed. You know, he's not going to be blocking anyone's shots because they're like four or five inches taller than him. The guys that play his position. Uh, Thaddeus Young, who was a possible Timberwolf trade acquisition. I'm not too disappointed about not getting him, even though he actually started rebounding the ball after he left Minnesota. Thank you, Thaddeus. Thank you, Thaddeus. And Felicia Young as well, if I believe that was her name. I think it's Felicia. Yeah, because she, she tweeted me on Twitter when I was getting mad at Thaddeus Young for not rebounding the ball. Yeah, this happened years ago when he was on the Wolves. <laughs> yes, it's a true story. It was a true story. And then he got traded to the Brooklyn Nets, Thaddeus at the time. And then he started rebounding the ball. Well, thanks, Dad. Thank you so much. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Yeah, I mean, the Wolves were in this game the whole way, and then they just started, started kind of like, I don't know, the Raptors just started kind of pulling away in the fourth quarter. It felt like we had a real shot at this thing, but the Raptors just kept pulling away, and the Wolves' defense kept getting worse, and we kept getting more and more tired and all that good stuff. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, one of his four assists in the game was, I just, I'm in love with plays like this where you get the rebound, Guys are running down the court. Yep, they're 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 running the floor as you say. Jared Vanderbilt with a you know two-handed lead pass up the court. You know the chest pass up the court. Where's a lead pass, which looked like you know Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. Let's just say, or God, God, God forbid, it's uh, Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup. I don't want to hear that combination anymore. I'm sick. I, I'm already tired of it. And yes, I'm happy that they. I'm happy for them that they won. I just wasn't didn't want them to win. I wanted Cincinnati. I wanted Cincinnati. L.A. just won two championships. The Dodgers, the Lakers. The Lakers have 17. Well, <clears throat> actually, they have 12, but 17. They have 12 in L.A. Don't forget that. Don't forget who the other five belong to. Don't you dare forget <laughs> who they belong to. And if you don't know, you better wake up a little bit. Um, yeah, Dodgers. Ugh, God, the Dodgers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati hasn't won a major championship since 1990. Though they do have seven World Series titles, and that was their last, that was their seventh right there. Let's get back to where I need to be. I just didn't want LA to win, bottom line. Beautiful pass from Jared Vanderbilt up to Carl Anthony Towns again. Beautiful lead pass. And he was able to get the dunk, him being Carl Anthony Towns. I miss that guy. He used to be on the NBA uh, app, whatever, NBA. You know, when you still you watch the end, uh, the recap of the game just to at least see the highlights and stuff. Carl Anthony Towns. I haven't heard him in a while. 
a uh, couple of years, unfortunately. Anthony Edwards, 0 of 8 in the, from the floor, and he still played almost 32 minutes. Really? 0 of 8. But that's because guys like, like Malik Beasley were stuck in as well. 2 of 10 from downtown. 2 of 10 from downtown. What's going on here? Jade McDaniels, 1 of 7 from downtown. Anthony Edwards, 0 of 5. I could go on all day. <laughs> Both Anthony Edwards and Jordan McLaughlin. In a combined, how many minutes? 50, uh, 47 minutes. Combined 47 minutes. Didn't make a shot from the floor. You, did you hear that? This game is fucking horrible! Yeah, can, that's, it's real. It's real. I'm, I'm not making it up. They didn't make a shot from the floor because they're tired. Because they're tired. I feel so bad for them. They're, they're tired. Come on, Joey. Come on, Joey. Have a heart. They're tired. Seriously. Chris Finch, take it away, buddy. Take it away. No, no, you don't want to talk about your team being tired, but no, now that doesn't. the break is here, how do you see your group really benefiting from this time mm. off to recharge? It's not an an That's not a question I can answer now. It's a question I can answer when we get back. I mean, I mean, I hope everyone can get you know get get some uh, get some of their legs back or whatever. But you know, I didn't think you know. Again, you know my thought on this. I'm tired of hearing about how tired everybody is. You know. With that one, t yeah, tired of hearing about how tired everyone is. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. See that? <laughs> the, the sad truth is, would you ever hear that from uh, Ryan Saunders? Hell no. Of, of course, you'd never hear that from Ryan Saunders. Ryan Saunders, nice guy, but Ryan Saunders. Uh, dare I call him this? Dare I call Ryan Saunders this? Please forgive me. All respect to Flip. All respect to Ryan. Ryan Saunders is a beta. He's a beta. That's that's why they never got anywhere. Ryan Saunders is a beta. At least Chris Finch has a little bit of alpha there. A little bit. And I'm, a, I'm afraid to say this as well. I think a lot of the leadership on the team are, are betas as well. I don't think Anthony Edwards is, but maybe he's a little bit on the crazy side. Hopefully he can settle down. He's, he's like crazy alpha, but not in a bad way, uh, but in an immature way. So we'll see what happens if that can... Uh, change in the next couple of years. Thankfully, Anthony Edwards is only 20 years of age. Hopefully he can mature a bit in the next couple of years. And I don't know. Obviously he's invincible. He's invincible. So he can go out and play in that uh, rookie all-star game. I just hope his ankles don't get so super tight later in his career where before you know it, he's, he's, he's older before he's younger. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's old before his time, so to speak. That's the last thing you need out there. Um, I don't know. It, it is definitely an issue. With all of that said, I guess it's time to pass out the uh, awards for the show. The Lone Wolf Award is obvious. Carl Anthony Towns, despite the idiot thing he said, it won't be enough to uh, derail him from that throne for this week. Just, uh, uh, sometimes there's a little bit of beta in that guy. A uh, little bit. A little bit of beta in Carl. Come on, Carl. Let go of the beta. Is him. Will, will, will you please? Please stop, drop. Please stop, uh, drop the beta personality. Be a little tougher. Come on, buddy. I know I'm a jackass. Who, who am I to say that? I haven't played 300 games, 500 games in the NBA, but it is what it is. The Johnny Flynn Memorial, it's all over the place this week in a lot of ways. you got guys like uh, Beasley shooting like crap, uh, D'Angelo Russell with bad defense, and of course the stupid comment earlier in the week with, or, or I mean, excuse me, two weeks ago now about the quiet-ass fans. Luckily they responded, the quiet-ass fans responded. I didn't even talk about it, which is kind of sad. But, uh, and also Patrick Beverly signing for uh, one year, $13 million. I really appreciate that. Uh, I think it's a wonderful addition to the Minnesota Timberwolves moving forward. Obviously, uh, 
or you know keep keeping him here for at least one more year and maybe you can get another extension after that not that long ago 13 million was like off to, like it would be considered insane even though he has been playing starter minutes and he's been insanely valuable an integral part to the Timberwolves organization on and off the court and all that good stuff and even when he's hurt he's still very helpful like a like an like a assistant coach at the very least really like what Patrick Beverly brings so I'm thrilled to have him back 13 million isn't nearly as much as it was just a couple of years ago, mostly because of the salary cap and all that being so high as it is, the basketball-related income and all that good stuff. I remember Terrell Brandon made $12 million a year, and a lot of us were like, ah, get him out of here! You know, he was, yeah, because we thought $12 million for that guy was a complete joke. Um, now it'd be a bargain, frankly. <laughs> With that said, again, the Johnny Flynn Memorial. Where, where can I go? It's like Beasley. It's like... Uh, uh, Jalen Noel's a, a big piece. I think it's going to go to Jalen Noel. That's what I was thinking earlier. What has happened to Jalen Noel? I mean, we could have used his help in some of these games when we were shooting like crap. He isn't making anything anymore. And he's like the 12th man out there. Uh, it looks like he was 11th versus Toronto. Jalen Noel's completely fallen off the face of the earth. Um, so it's been really sad to see. Uh, big fan of Jalen Noel, so he'll officially get it, even though Beasley's like an honorable mention. D'Angelo Russell is as well for just, he's changed. He's really changed. He's been very disappointing. Noel did have a little five-point thing in five minutes versus the Charlotte Hornets, so that was cute. I mean, that, that was nice and everything. I wouldn't say cute. It was nice and everything, but Jalen Noel, hopefully he can get back in the rotation again soon. I've always been a fan, so I, I don't want to see him kind of fall off the face of the earth anytime soon. With that said, Let's take a quick break, and we only have one game to preview, as it'll be after the All-Star break, believe it or not, Thursday next week, and then on we go into the next show, which is fine. We're just going to keep going. We're just going to keep going. In the past, I might take a week off because there's like a huge break, where this one, it's a little bit tighter. So what the hell? You know, there'll at least be at least be one game to preview, one game to review next week, and then there'll be more games to preview. Why, why sit out? What's the point? And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Segment number two, we'll talk about the Memphis Grizzlies, a team I'm extremely impressed with. So that's another reason to do the show. I could just kind of dedicate segment number two to the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm not going to go on for 20 minutes, don't worry. Though I'm sure Mr. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Wayne Hunt would love that. Big fan of the Memphis Grizzlies, even when they weren't that good. Uh, they're having a hell of a year. Though they're strangely beatable for us. It's been an interesting series with these guys. Um... And of course, yes, both of us uh, come out of the break playing each other. Uh, so hopefully guys can heal up and get ready to go. At least there will be a break after the All-Star break. So that's the after-All-Star game, pardon me, on Sunday. At least there'll be a bit of a break, rest time. John Morant at times is ab- absolutely off the charts. Other games, he's not the best. But generally speaking, I've been insanely impressed with him. Uh, he does have a sore left ankle. I'm guessing he will play the next game. And Dylan Brooks has missed a ton of time. He's been in and out of fantasy lineups with his injuries and hot and cold play during the course of the season. Uh, this is a, an exquisite offensive team. But when you look at this statistic, this combination of stats here, it tells you why the Memphis Grizzlies have 41 wins on the season, and they would be the number one team in the Eastern Conference if the season ended today, In the if they were in the Eastern Conference. Points per game, first. 
Rebounds per game. First. That's insane. <laughs> Block shots per game. First. Steals per game. First. It's showtime! That is something else. Uh, they're a really good team. I, <laughs> anybody in this room, or listening to this show, should I say, Anybody in this room? <laughs> yeah, I, it's better that no one's here because it's more enjoyable to record the show with serenity. Which there wasn't someone upstairs all freaking day, but of course they can't leave the apartment ever, ever. Um, God, people are annoying. <laughs> but uh, anybody in this room that doesn't think Memphis is a competitor in this league, I think they are. I think they're absolutely a competitor. And what I was really trying to lead towards, would anybody in this room complain if the Memphis Grizzlies won a championship? this year, or next year, or whatever. As long as it wasn't at our expense, I would be happy. It would be, well, Tennessee got a championship. Tennessee got an, had, had an NBA championship. They didn't. They missed a Super Bowl championship possibility by about a yard back in 1999. It would have gone to overtime, as long as the kicker made the extra point. It would have gone to OT. Who knows? Maybe Fisher would have gone for two, and they would have won the Super Bowl. I doubt it, though. That would that could get a coach fired right there going for two, and then you get stuffed or something at the two-yard line. You get pushed back. Oh, no more Super Bowl memories there. That was a little disappointing. I was very much cheering for the Tennessee Titans. But, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago now. A long, long time ago. Memphis Grizzlies absolutely impressed me. Really happy to see what they're able to accomplish. And, again, John Morant's one of my favorite non-Timberwolves in the NBA. The... Memphis Grizzlies are 4-1 and one in their last five. They crushed the Clippers, 135-109. Crushed Detroit, 132-107. Beat Charlotte on the road. Uh, now, Detroit was on the road. Charlotte's on the road, 125-118. At New Orleans, 121-109. Something we can't do for some freaking reason. And then they beat Portland in Memphis, Tennessee, 123-119. A Portland team that's quite different now without uh, C.J. McCollum. No C.J. McCollum on the Portland Trailblazers. It's pretty wild. I remember Memphis beat the Wolves in overtime early in the season. It was like a back-and-forth epic battle, 125-118. And then the Wolves had a historic ass-kicking. Ass it was like the biggest margin of victory in history for the Wolves and the biggest for of the whole season uh, at the time until Memphis demolished somebody like two weeks later. What the hell? <laughs> Memphis got demolished. They had the biggest margin of loss of the season. And then they have the biggest margin. They win in the game with the uh, biggest margin uh, like two weeks later. What, what the hell? That's weird, man. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. 138-95. And this is a you know a pretty good Memphis team. And John Morant was on the floor in that game. The uh, Memphis ends up winning 116-108. So the Wolves are actually losing this season series. Thankfully, this game is in target center. And I will pick the Timberwolves to win the game. I will pick the Timberwolves to even things out, believe it or not. So Memphis would go on a two-game losing streak. That might sound crazy to some of you because Memphis is almost at a 700 clip on the season. They have passed Utah. They are five games ahead of the Utah Jazz for the third seed in the West because freaking Golden State and Phoenix are even better than Memphis because, like I was saying, Memphis would be the number one seed by three games in the Eastern Conference if the season ended today and they were in the, well, let's just say more importantly, if they were in the Eastern Conference. Phoenix, 48-10, and 10, though. Ghost Suns. If if the Wolves don't win the title, Ghost Suns. You know, as long as the freaking Warriors don't win, I'm I'm pretty happy. Dallas, we've we've been there, done that. They got their championship. I don't care about Dallas ever winning another title. Utah would be kind of cool, but just for the sake of uh, Utah's never won anything. Uh, Memphis, they've had college titles, especially with the women's side. 
you know, which is nice and everything, I suppose. Tennessee, anyway. Um, Memphis did win a national championship, didn't they? Or I can't remember in basketball. I'm blanking. I, I don't think they did. I'm thinking of Connecticut, I believe. But Memphis has been in some big, big college games in the past. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing the Grizzlies win an NBA title. It'd be pretty crazy. It'd be annoying because <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they'd be yet another NBA franchise that actually came in af after the Wolves and won the title before us. That'd be kind of annoying. <laughs> Miami Heat came, was it uh, two uh, one year before? Because the teams kind of filtered in the uh, filtered into the NBA during that course of time. Memphis, it was two teams at once: uh, Miami and Charlotte in 1988, the original Hornets, which are now the Pelicans. Everybody, well, most people know that, and then Minnesota and Orlando in '89 came in the next year. Um, I get that mixed up because 10 years later, the NHL did a similar thing with four teams, but it was split up differently. Where Nashville came in in 97, Atlanta in 98, and then Minnesota and Columbus in... No, no, Nashville came in in 98, Atlanta in 99, Minnesota, Columbus in uh, 2000 in the NHL. So similar, but they split up the first two teams further back because uh, Nashville is completely ready to go. That's why. It's like, yep, expansion and you're all set. Welcome to the NHL. They had already they had already had the arena built and everything. They were just ready to roll. Minnesota had, didn't, hadn't even broken ground yet. <laughs> Either had Columbus. Uh, so on and so forth. Blah, buddy, blah. Uh, but I think the Wolves somehow win this game with a fun, fun, epic battle, like 128, because we'll be rested, you know, we'll be rested. Let's not get too tired now. 128 to 125, an epic battle. Carl Anthony Towns leads the Wolves to 35, and the Wolves win the game. He'll hit about seven threes in the game, and the Wolves get the win. 128-125. With that, let's take a break and look at fan interaction. Unfortunately, this might end up being a short episode here. here on Timberwolves Explosion. Segment number three, heading into the Twitter account, at TWolvesEX. Before I actually get to the notifications and see what people had to say, if there was a, I, I believe there's a little bit, and I appreciate those of you that did. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, Phoenix had won, like, how many games combined from, like, what, February, no, from January 11th all the way up to February 12th. They've won every game. Every game! except against the Atlanta Hawks, who actually are playing phenomenal in the Eastern Conference. It was at Atlanta. It's a funny image where it's Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns on Twitter, of course, with all the, he's showing the, this looks like NBA.com, where it shows like www, like beating Toronto, Indiana, Detroit, San Antonio, Dallas, Indiana, Utah, Utah, Minnesota, San Antonio, Brooklyn, Atlanta. So it's got the green W in all of them. In front of Atlanta, it's got the, the angry emoji, which is hilarious. And then Washington W, Chicago, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Orlando, man. They beat Chicago, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Back to back to back. Wow, that's impressive. And Booker was with the leading scorer on almost all of them. Just uh, Toronto Crowder, Indiana Bridges, Washington Aiton. He's Aiton, and Milwaukee was Aiton as well. All the other games, Devin Booker led the club in scoring, including a 48-point effort versus the Meh Spurs. Wow, impressive run by the Phoenix. The problem is it's not it's not May and June, buddy. So I mean, 
I hope I hope you guys get it done. Not because I like you, Devin Booker, because I'm not a big I'm I'm a fan of the player. I don't like the attitude. I don't like the arrogance. But I don't know. Maybe I'm too sensitive. I probably am. Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, but whatever. Lakers. Lakers, Pies, Browns. That's Vince Germano, Tanay Brown. Uh, say Vince Germano is out of Melbourne, Australia. Tanay and Levi are out of New Zealand. They both retweeted the show. And, yep, once again, thank you very much. Uh, Indie Angle by Ghost Squad. Thank you very much for the retweets. Really appreciate it. Never met you, but I uh, appreciate the retweets week in and week out. I really appreciate it. Maybe give me a, uh, maybe uh, say something. Benzo out of the, the Bronx, apparently, New York. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few of you out of New York in the past, and this is cool. That's really nice that somebody in New York would be listening to Timberwolves Explosion. It's an honor, Benzo. He says, thank you for the shout-out. Love the show, and thank you. Thank you, Benzo, for, for the mention, and thank you for listening. You know, you're, you're a great guy. So, really appreciate it, and I, I appreciate uh, when you bring some basketball knowledge to the show, and even just appreciation for the show. Just the fact you appreciate the show, it means something to me, man. So, I'm not somebody that's just going to be like, thanks, appreciate it, and then never talk to you again, like certain other podcasters out there who will, re- who will remain nameless. And that's, unfortunately, most of the other Timberwolves shows and, and all that. Uh, the hockey community is a little bit more friendly when it comes to podcasting, but then again, not all of them. It's like two out of two out of ten are friendly. The other eight are kind of off in their world, and you're not in it, you know, that kind of crap. Welcome to the podcasting world, just in case you, you start a podcast. You're going to run into a lot of that. Uh, Benzo, it, it's an honor, you know, I'm, I I really appreciate you, and I do mean that sincerely, and keep keep tweeting to the show, keep, let's, uh, let's keep talking, let's keep talking Timberwolves basketball, and it could be non-Wolves, just NBA related, or if you have something funny to, to bring up as well, uh, Tanae Brown, out of New Zealand, the legend, says, uh, he was tweeting out, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Minnesota Timberwolves guard Patrick Beverly has agreed to a one-year, $13 million contract extension. His agent, Kevin Bradbury. Kevin Bradbury, uh-oh. Bradbury, like the like the, the Viking center. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, is he, yeah, that's his agent, tells uh, Real Sports. Yeah, he has SPN. Danae Brown's comment was, if I saw this at the start of the season, I would have hated it. Right now, I love it, though. He's brought this team up massively in terms of culture and effort. That contract is easily tradable next year, too as he is an expiring. Yep, so if we really need to trade him, we can. But um, I think he's an integral part of this team. I'd love to keep Patrick Beverly around this locker room as long as possible, quite frankly. I, he has been wonderful. Thank you, Patrick Beverly, and uh, thank you, Tanae, for that, that comment. I, I agree with you. Benzo says, oh, yeah, because I was telling him, yep, when he said thank you for the shout-out, I was saying, you're more than welcome. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate that you are involved with the show. I never know who is listening and who isn't. Great to meet you. Sorry for the late reply. And then Benzo said, no worries. Being from New York City, it helps keep me in tune with the Wolves, almost as if I lived in Minnesota. The old school video game sound effects hits every time. And thank you. See, that not that cool? See, that's when you know we're on the same wavelength right there. Because I like to put in the old school video game uh, sounds and sound effects and all that in. NBA Jam for the Sega Genesis is the theme. There used to be a better one. It was the Sega CD one, which is really good. But this one's still fun, too, because I love uh, uh, Sega. I like the Sega versions of NBA Jam. I especially like NBA Jam TE. I think that one has the best overall sound. But I uh, I couldn't get the best sound by it. Maybe I could dig some more again later on for that one. But uh, thank you very much, Benzo. It's, it's, it's great to meet you. And, Really cool to know that somebody from New York City listens to this show. New York City listening to Timberwolves. 
pretty cool but it's it's possible right it's possible facebook.com forward slash facebook what am i talking about facebook.com forward slash timberwolves explosion i'm losing my mind but i'm leaving it on there so you guys can laugh at it i suppose uh yes and 18 years ago but now it's 19 this is a one year old memory i had the biggest scare of my life so yes february 18th february 18th <laughs> 2003 let's just say i had a pretty scary moment um, oh, yeah, and I added a header to the Twitter and to the Facebook page, which has got the retro logo. So really enjoying that big time. Uh, I put up the uh, Edward Throwdown, Nasty Dunk versus Indiana. Mostly likes and loves there, which is cool. Uh, oh, yeah, there was the... Uh, the uh, I shared John Grzynski's tweet about Patrick Beverly signing back with the Wolves again. And then here we go. Here's the retros. Tanae was saying uh, they need to bring these back, at least as their fourth uniform for a season, and I think they should, even longer, if possible. So the header is basically the uh, original Wolves logo with the original Wolves jerseys. It's a really nice header I was able to find out there. To put on the Twitter and the Facebook page. Uh, cover photo, I guess, for the Facebook page, and it's called Header for um, Twitter. So it's a cool look, and why the heck not? I don't know why I had the Wolves logo like kind of a lame version of it on the header for so long or the uh, the cover photo for the Facebook page. But this looks so much better. So I don't see that going away anytime soon. Because <laughs> I do go back to 89. I do. And especially 91. But I do go back to 89 as well. With that said, please do tell your friends about the show. Please write a positive rating on iTunes if you could. And please call into the show. It would be awesome to hear from Tanae. It would be awesome to hear from Levi. It would be awesome to hear from Benzo. Uh, Wayne Hunt, Stu, Stu Benson. I know Wayne Hunt's called in once or twice. Of course, Vince Germano, uh, absolutely amazing guy. Uh, I've known him for a long time now already. I believe nine, it's going to be 10 years this summer already when I have been on the Courtside Podcast thanks to that basketball show, Reese Padretti and uh, Brent Veal. That was a great show. I was so sad that they stopped doing it. But, uh, you know, things happen, obviously. Like Marcus the Forecaster, and I, you know, <laughs> stopped talking, unfortunately. And then, but the, but but I was able to keep the show going because I'm more than capable of doing a solo show. And in some ways, it's better because you don't have to count on somebody else's schedule. So when people talk about, oh, do you want you need a co-host, this and that for for Purple Mafia or Brave the Wild or even this one, and I'm kind of like, eh, you know, because I've kind of been there, done that. I've kind of been there, done that. And my schedule's kind of tight. Not because I'm so important and because I have such an important job. and No, it's because my schedule's kind of tight and I don't really need the extra stress. You know what I mean? So I, I have a good time to be able to record. I'd rather be able to record it when I'm available and not hope to God that you're available, you know, and this and that. That's a pain in the ass. And I don't really like dealing with it anymore. <laughs> Some people aren't so used to being solo. Me, it's fine. I, I'm basically a walking solo show, to be quite honest, in a lot of ways. Even though I'm greatly appreciative of the friends I have. But sometimes I think to myself a lot, too. So it's like I have a solo show going on in my head 24 hours a day. That's just kind of who I am. That's how I'm able to do a solo show. <laughs> it could be different topics, let's tell you. It doesn't. It's not always wolves. It's not always wild. It's not always Vikings. Sometimes it's other things. Sometimes it's just the weather, you know? Like we're getting a little bit of sunlight right now, and but mostly like a gray veil of thin clouds, thin gray stratus type clouds on a very, very cold February morning. Not as cold as yesterday, though. <laughs> With that said, uh, again, call into the show if you could. What you got to do for that, I forgot the bigot uh, promotion. I'll do that first. 
Vigit, V-I-G-I-T, V-I-G-I-T. It's on uh, Apple and Google accounts or uh, Android accounts. Same with the Crypto.com application. Vigit, it's basically fantasy betting. Uh, social media for sports bettors. You could post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit betting leagues a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free-to-play sports book, bet free coins, win real prizes. Betting stats. There's great information available on the Vigit Likelang movement where the public is betting. So you can even use it kind of as a cheat sheet if you are really betting. But again, it is not using real money. And of course, Crypto.com. I'm sure some of you are sick and tired of hearing about crypto, crypto, crypto. But, you know, you know and I was for a while and then, and then I got into it. So maybe some of you might. And if you do, if you suddenly become interested, click on the link in the show description because that'll help out the show when you not just by clicking on the link but you know getting your account because uh, that'll show that i referred you that'll help out the show and put 25 dollars to get you started on your crypto.com account that is of course apple or android devices it is not a website even though they put in com and of course hey if you like the lakers or the clippers <laughs> crypto.com arena so <laughs> that's how you get things going there it's it, again, it's similar to the stock market. There's ups, there's downs. You're not guaranteed to do anything. You're not guaranteed to win. You're not guaranteed to lose either. Some of you that just think, oh, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. Not necessarily. It's a pretty good chance you're, you're not going to lose. With that said, again, now to get to the audio submission route, what you do is open up any free voice recording application and any smart device on the planet. Press record. Treat it like a phone call. And then when you hit stop, you save it and share it. Slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. I would then convert it into, into an MP3 file thanks to Zumzar with a Z.com, which is a wonderful website for uh, converting files. So, highly recommend that. With that said, have a wonderful week. Get healthy, Timberwolves. Get rested, I guess, since that's what you're so concerned with. And I do, I do understand. Get rested, feel better, and let's uh, kick some butt, baby.